It's another week. It's another edition of the What the Falk Show. Thank you for joining me. I am Connor Falk. As we talked about before, this is a podcast for entertainment fans, for sports fans, for food fans, for families, friends in general. And friends is the word of the day today. You know, as everyone knows from me talking about this show, I'm from Bakersfield, California, the heart of America, in my opinion, the uh, the West Texas, the West Coast. And I have one of my oldest friends on, on the show today, Sam, Samir Baji, the owner and sponsor of the show from uh, Ferris Pizza in Bakersfield. I've known him since junior high. I've also known John Valley, my guest on the show today, John Valley. Musician, father, overall sports fan. Um, John, happy to have you on the show today, man. It's been—I think we've known each other now, like what, 18, 16 years. Sixteen years yeah, we've yeah, known each other. Just about. It's been a long time, man. Since we were actually—and to talk about how this show is American and American friendly. Our junior high, Actus. What was our what was our nickname, man? At Actus, we were the Actus. What? <laughs> Actus Americans. You don't get that a lot at school. So, you know, from there, I really had no choice to start a podcast about all the things that are fun to talk about, right? Yeah. From there. Okay. Well, John, you know, I know you've been doing a lot of things, as we said. You know, you're a father of three, you're a husband, you're a musician, uh, you're, 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 uh, you've been working the same job for a lot of years now. I mean, you know, we know that you play the bass for a band, Malicious Intentions. How did that get started? You've been playing the bass for a while? Uh, yeah. I started junior year of high school, actually. I got a bass for my, my Christmas present. From there on, I fell in love with it and been doing that ever since. Was it something you asked for, or did your parents kind of surprise you with it? Uh, no, my friends had guitars, and oh. uh, I wanted to okay. play, too. <laughs> yeah, what kind of music did you like growing up? Did you have certain bands you listened to more than others? I actually, I listened to hip-hop a lot okay. until, uh, until my junior year of high school, and when I got that guitar, it opened up my world to a bunch of different stuff. Would it be more of a hard rock and a metal that you're into? I know Malicious Intentions, some of the music I've been listening to, it kind of reminds me of that theme. Is that correct? That's exactly what it is now. And uh, was that the first band you joined? Were you with some other bands, or how's it been the transition? Uh, this is actually uh, actually the third band that I've been in recently. Uh, I had one that was Syndicate of Sovereignty. That was a uh, thrash metal band. That was the first band I was in. Uh, and I was also in a punk band for a couple of years out in L.A. That nice. was uh, Agenda 21. And we, we played that. We played a lot over a span of a couple of years. And Malicious Intentions right at the tail end of uh, Agenda 21, that's what I joined. And I've been in that for about a year. Now, what is kind of some of the things you've learned? You know, for someone who's listening right now who's never been in a band, who's never traveled, who's never had to book venues, what are some of the kind of the pitfalls and the, the great things that you kind of have to deal with, at, you know, being in a band, traveling? Oh, man, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of work to do what you love. But uh, if it's worth it, then I, I keep doing it. Absolutely. And would you say like, you know, every crowd is different, right? But do you say that you kind of feed off the crowd or is it kind of you and the band out there versus everyone? Oh, man, it, it's addicting actually. Being on stage, you just, you want it more and more the more times you're on the stage. Yeah, and it gets, it gets more and more accepting and whatnot. I've heard that from like stand-up comedians, for example, or any kind of other performer. They feel the most alive when they're on stage. Yep, that's that's correct. So you started, you said three bands you've been in now. Now we're almost 30. What What was the first venue you ever played? Do you remember the first time you played live in front of an audience with your with your bass? Yeah, actually, that was here in, uh, in Bakersfield. There's a little bar right off of Union called Vinny's Bar. Okay. And uh, that, that was the first venue I ever played. Were you pretty nervous having one of those like Eminem, uh, what's that song that he has? The, uh, <laughs> Lose the, Yourself. Yeah. yeah, Lose Yourself. You're having that whole uh, <laughs> montage in your mind? Yeah, man, I was, uh, I was pretty pretty sick at that moment <laughs> well that's awesome so now you're a vet so it's probably pretty crazy to look back as you know how nervous you were now and, and how nervous you were then and then now you're, you're pretty much a vet so it's probably you're a lot more comfortable i bet right yeah it, i'm a lot more comfortable but uh you never get over the butterflies yeah but that's part of the fun right is getting the butterflies oh, yeah, definitely yeah. no butterflies no fun okay well, what would you say is your favorite song to play like maybe one that you wrote or one of your bands maybe a song that's already been written out there uh right now we have a we have 
three brand new songs. And one of my favorites is this one. It's called A Life Lost. And it's because of a special special meeting to the band. It's about somebody that they've lost that's real close with them. Being out of high school for 10 years, we lost a few few friends along the way. Yeah, we're getting old, man. Yeah, okay. Life is yeah. lost. Malicious Intentions. And we can check them out on SoundCloud, correct? Yeah, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook. SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, we're iTunes. We're okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and we'll have those links at the bottom of the bottom of the show. You'll be able to go ahead and from there, you can find John and his music. As you're listening to the What the Fuck Show with me, Connor Falk, John Valley is my guest. You can find the What the Fuck Show on SoundCloud, Twitter, iTunes, Facebook. Uh, I'm sure it's on my parents' phone or my fridge back home. Sports, movies, entertainment, food, all the things you like to listen to. Presented by Ferris Pizza. Sponsor the show, the best pizza for the best price in Bakersfield. John, you're from Bakersfield. Have you had Ferris Pizza yet? Uh, yeah, actually. It, yeah, it's good stuff, right? You know Sam. You know Sam Wise. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, Sammy. Yeah, we love pizza from Bakersfield. He knows how to make it, so it's pizza for guys like us who love pizza. Pizza for pizza lovers. Yep, exactly. You, you could do worse. Okay, John, we talked about your music part. Now let's get to the sports part. Here we are. Um, as we said, 16 years, you and I have known each other. One thing we've always talked about is how you're a Cowboy fan. I, I don't want to call myself a Cowboy hater, but I'm kind of one of those guys who have always been an underdog fan, right? And me growing up, you know, 90s, early 2000s, like everyone is a Cowboys fan back home. The Cowboys are doing great. So I had I had the inclination to not want to root for them because I didn't want to be part of the, you know, the syndicate or whatnot. So you're a Cowboy fan, man. I mean, I, how'd that start? Is it Was it a family thing or did you kind of pick up, pick up on your own? Actually, uh, my dad happens to be a 49er fan. Okay. Uh, my mom actually was a Cowboy fan, and that's where I, where I got my roots. That's where you got your roots? Who, who are some of your yeah. favorite all-time players? Is it Emmett, no, Troy? Man, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, all the greats from that, that era. That's who I grew up watching. Well, now we get to 2015, you know, 2015-16 season, and, uh, you know, let's, let's put it nicely. The Cowboys are in... <laughs> are in a state of disarray right now, we could say. Tony Romo's out, you know, hopefully coming back in, in a month or two. You got Des Bryant out. Jason Witten's hobbled a little bit. You just lost Lance Dunbar, really effective receiving back out of the backfield for the year. I mean, what do you think about the, the Cowboys right now? You're in the bye. Jason Garrett has already come out. He said he's going to look at, is he going to start Matt Castle? He's going to start Brandon Whedon. What do you think? What are your opinions as a fan? Uh, I just, uh, I hope everything gets better. Uh, they need to work on something <laughs> before all these players come back. Well, who's your favorite player? It's not just, uh, it's not just Romo or Dez. It's, it's defense. It's everything. Yeah, I think defense, up. especially. You guys got Rolando McClain, one of the Raiders cast-offs. As you know, I'm a big Raider fan. Um, yeah. You got him, and he, he performed well, but I just don't think he's consistent enough to really lead a team to uh, a winning strategy. What do you think? I think uh, I think Sean Lee could do a job if he stays, stays healthy. He can, but the Penn State product, as you said, he's just he plays like a, a man with his head cut <laughs> off, and and that's why he yeah. always gets hurt, which is really it's really too bad. But uh, I think he came back from the game last week. He came back. He had a concussion. He was in concussion protocol, but he played last week. And um, you know, playing the Patriots at home, it's going to be tough. Tom Brady's just on a fu. He's on a Falk U tour of the whole league. He just uh, <laughs> he's pretty angry about the whole Deflate Gate. What what did you think about that? What did you think about Deflate Gate? You just think it was hot air? What do you think? I think uh, anybody's looking for an excuse. I think uh, Brady could have won in any situation. Yeah, exactly. And if you think about it, it's kind of like the NFL needed something to talk about during the summer, right? So exactly, Tom Brady yeah. there. Brady's they're... just a, a patsy. Yeah, he's an easy target from there. Okay, so we talked about the Cowboys a little bit. Um, why don't you go ahead and give me a projection for their record this season? What's it going to finish up uh, with? I'm gonna, I think they're going to win probably uh, 75% of the games. But really? I think, yep. I think they'll come back from it. Wow, okay. Uh, so you're thinking they, like 8-8? Eight they and eight. changed out the quarterback. They changed out the quarterback. Uh, Matt Castle starting. Yeah. I think uh, it, looks, look, it looks promising. Okay. You know, the thing that's too bad is that going into the season, I really liked Cole Beasley and PPR. You know, fantasy-wise, talk about fantasy on the show a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, with, I had uh, you, I had Cole 
Beasley. Yeah, so Tony, Tony Romo, you know, you think about it, he liked Cole Beasley in the middle of the field. You think Dez is going to be healthy. He's taking all the number one coverage, leaving it really soft in the middle of the field for Cole Beasley. Unfortunately, it just hasn't worked out like that. It's another example how, you know, when the season's, it's a long season, those 16 games take a while, and injuries, ups and downs, players losing their confidence, schemes not working. You never know what's going to happen in the National Football League. So the parody of trying to figure it out, you know, look at the Raiders. The Raiders are actually in a good spot. I mean, if you look at it, let's be honest, we got, yeah. you, you, we got Bakersfield's own, Derek Carr. I mean, think about us growing up, dude. We all knew, we were all paying attention to that when David got drafted. I don't think any of us ever thought about the fact of, oh, David, he's not going to be the, you know, the, the Bakersfield all-time quarterback we had hoped for in the NFL. And then me being a Raider fan, I'm like, okay, cool. And it turns out his brother, who I didn't even know existed, his little brother turns out to be the guy who might be able to bring the Raiders out of uh, futility. It's really interesting, man. It's full circle. Yeah, they're their games have been pretty entertaining, actually. They have. They, uh, I don't they, like watching them, but <laughs> lately I have. <laughs> They've been pretty close. Okay, well, that's football. Speaking of something you do like watching that we can agree on, actually, two the next two sports we agree on, we're both Dodger fans. We're both Laker fans. Dodgers are playing right now, I believe, against the Mets. We're down one to two. What do you think? Are we going to yep. pull it out? What do, uh, we can do it uh, as long as all the, all the pieces are there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, hopefully, hopefully it comes out. Yeah, I think, uh, Clayton. it's a big game. It's a big game for Clayton. Yeah. He, he really needs to come through. He has not been as effective in the playoffs as he has in the regular season, but in the postseason, he has just not been coming through. What did you think about Chase Utley? Was that a dirty play or was it just playoff baseball? No, I, I watched the video a few times. I think uh, I think that it wasn't dirty. I don't think it was intentional. I think it just, uh, he had a plan going into that base and it failed horribly. Yeah, and, and playoff baseball, you know, you're going for the win. That's something that all second basemen, shortstop, should know what's coming. You know, you got to know what kind of player is sliding. The biggest problem was that he broke his leg. If he hadn't broke his leg, if there wasn't an injury, I don't think any of us would be discussing this right now, right? Yep. That's yeah, kind of... He should have been better prepared with uh, the way he was coming towards him. Yeah, the way Utley was coming in, because he can see that. He can prepare for that. Yeah. Okay, so Dodgers in the series, what do you think? Do they come back and win, or is this another first-round exit for us? No, we can do it. We can I do it. That we can do it. Think blue, man. That would be crazy. L.A. Living here, man. Last ten years now, we need a winner, dude. The Lakers were always our team. That you know, we'll get to the Lakers actually right now in a second. But the Lakers were always the team that won, so we didn't have to worry about having a winner in the. And now the Dodgers have all these big names and they're starting to come through. But we just can't get past the first round. It would be huge. It would be huge if the Dodgers Dodgers made it to the next round, even the, the World Series. Would you try to Would you try to come to a game if you could? I, I know you and the kids like to go to games. Would you guys come to a lot of Dodger games? Yeah, we actually went to our first game uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, nice! Uh, against the uh, Padres, oh, okay. and uh, we won. It was on a Friday night. We saw fireworks. Kids oh. loved it. Oh yeah, Friday nights are great. And the the um our kids are they do they have like some favorite players in the Dodgers? Uh, no, not, not yet. No, they're not too into watching it yet, but. After that game, they they've already hit me up on going again. They thought about it. Are they? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we they talked about the, we talked about the Cowboys. Did you uh, convert them to Cowboys fans too? They don't Definitely. have a choice. I had to. They don't really have a choice. Okay, so you added two <laughs> two more to the team of the uh, the Cowboy Nation. Uh, what about the Lakers, man? I mean, talking about them being the winners, Lake Show. You know, a lot of people don't know, but in in, Cal- in Bakersfield, the Lakers are huge. Lakers, Dodgers, and Raiders slash Cowboys and Niners, I'd yep. say, and some Chargers, I guess. So we kind of have all the, the California teams and some of the Texas teams. Sports is huge. You know, I grew up, as I know you did too, watching the Lakers on KCAL 9 with Chick Hearn. God, Always. I mean, remember, remember Mr. Uh, did we have, I don't know if we had the junior high... I had a science class. Remember Mr. Jones at Actus? He made that Lakers. Yeah. He made that Lakers, Lakers field. field. 
Yeah, yep. so, so for the listeners who don't know, you listen to the What The Falk Show with Connor Falk. My guest is John Valley. You can find the What The Falk Show at MyWTF Show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. You can find his band Malicious Intentions on those same things, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. And uh, we're both from Bakersfield, California. And when the Lakers started a preseason trip, they started coming every season to Bakersfield. That was huge for us back home. We never had the Lakers really come visit. It was after their first championship. And our science teacher in junior high from Actus, uh, Actus High School, he actually had this poster, this banner, Lakers field not 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 bakersfield but lakersfield you know something that was really fitting for the kind of town it was that made the national news remember that it was on the newspaper it was yeah, big it was, was awesome and uh and after that i mean god we had some great years for the lakers dude i grew up watching so many awesome glory moments and i gotta be honest man i know i've been a cynic for a while for the lakers but i think we're getting closer back to that i really like d'angelo russell what do you think about the state of lakers right now uh, right now it's looking pretty sad uh i am always gonna believe in them that's <laughs> just the way i am yeah but uh you know, it's not looking good, but did you see Kobe's first shot? <laughs> yeah, but dude, it's the, pre- the it's the preseason, man. Like, they're in a different court. Like, as you know, the ball can slip sometimes. Like, I don't I don't think that's really an indication of what his season is going to be. You know, do I want him to shoot 30 times a game? No way. But I think you know, I think if Kobe Bryant can kind of accept, which I do think he's going to get, I think if he can accept that he's going to be taking 12 to 15 shots a game, I want him to be more thinking of a, a Grant Hill role. You remember Grant Hill when he started being effective with the Suns and with the Clippers? When he came back from all those injuries, he was able to kind of be a mid-range shooter, uh, good at defense, good leadership, really listening to the trainers and going from there and, and really letting science take over and help a, a guy, you know, close to 40 or over 40 be effective in the National Basketball League. So I um, I have more faith, man. I like D'Angelo Russell. I'm glad that we took him over Okafor. Were you surprised? I, you know, us getting the number two pick was really special, too. Yeah, I was. You were? Okay, yeah. So, you know, Okafor coming out of Duke, really big guy. He's already had a few blocks for the Sixers, but Russell, you know, this quick and shifty Ohio State point guard, you know, I, I heard about him because in the, in the beginning of the uh, basketball season, Phil Jackson was fined for going to a game, and the game who we went to saw was Ohio State's D'Angelo Russell. He wasn't really on my radar before that, but I was thinking, oh, Phil Jackson, you know, all-time Laker great coach and, and mentor, and obviously with the Bulls back in the day. I'm thinking, man, if he's oh, going yeah. if he's going to see D'Angelo Russell, then he must know something we don't, you know? So, if Phil Jackson thinks he's pretty good then there's a chance that he might be pretty good and if you've seen him in the preseason man the guy has some handles he's effective moving in the pocket i mean sorry moving in the key i don't know i think the lakers have a, i think we made the playoffs this year man from like the sixth to eighth seed you think that's possible yeah i think we can do it yeah. uh, all they have to do is come together yeah, and they had Hibbert. You know, they picked up Hibbert, who was who was an all-star a few years ago. You know, they got Hibbert in the center. They got uh, D- uh, Julius Randle coming back. As we said, D'Angelo Russell, really effective point guard. I think as he collapses the defense in the middle, that's going to kick out, open up for uh, three-point shooters, you know, guys like Kobe Bryant and others. So Lakers, I'm thinking, six to eighth seed. And uh, John agrees that, you know, if they come together, they're going to go ahead and make the playoffs. Now, John, you know, on the show, we talked about you being you're, you're a, you're a musician, you're a, you're a assistant manager, you're a father, you're a husband, you're a sports fan you know unfortunately you are a Cowboys fan but we won't we won't uh we won't threat you for that so why don't you talk about you know being in Bakersfield California a lot of families you know a lot of people from Bakersfield do listen to the show thankfully what are some spots that maybe they haven't checked out that's a good place to take the family to go get a grub or maybe watch a movie or something or uh, around here we like to go to pizza a lot there's pizza places all over the place and our favorite one here is uh is Red Brick Mm, I haven't had Red Brick. Is that one of the new ones? Yeah, it's a it's a newer newer place off of Brim Hall in Callaway. Okay. The, the place, the pizza's awesome. Yeah, out out in the new part of Bakersfield. Yep. Yeah, out in the, out in the new Baco. When I every time I come back home, it's crazy how much wider it just keeps expanding. <laughs> yeah, 
they keep going west. Yeah, they keep going west. More and more, uh, like new like stores and restaurants and things that uh, that weren't there before, which is really cool. Because like for example, Sprouts. I don't know if you've ever had that. It's a it's kind of an organic grocery store in that kind of way, but it's cheaper than Whole Foods. To me, it's more legitimate. And uh, it's been here in LA for a while. I like to shop there. And now they have one in kind of the same area in Bakersfield. Yeah, we just got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would recommend that if you want to you know find some uh, healthy food for a cheap price at Sprouts. And you're talking about brick oven pizza. Another one that I've heard of is pretty good. I've had is Tony's. Have you had Tony's pizza? Oh yeah, dude. Tony's is great. They it's... have uh, Chili Verde pizza. It's amazing. They have Chili Verde pizza? Oh dude, yeah. Oh wow, dude. That's awesome. Okay, I'm definitely getting. Yeah. Definitely get some of that. Okay, well then, um, you talked about you, you like to go to Red Brick Oven Pizza. You like to, Tony's is pretty good. What about like any good movies you've seen with the fam? I mean, you're a father of three, man. Three boys. I mean, how lucky yep. is that? That's awesome. You got a future football team there. Future people that I can interview. Yeah, that's what we're going for. I can I can interview you at the draft. You know, you have me as your correspondent. You know, I'm working with ESPN. We interview you with the family at the draft. We'll go ahead and do it in Bakersfield. What do you think? We'll have the party in Bakersfield so we don't have to go to New York and I'm uh, down. and we could have the Valley Brothers um getting drafted to the uh. To the Raiders. Let's do the Raiders. Why not? I think it's time. Oh, <laughs> Let's do Raiders over yeah, Cowboys. Probably, yeah, that would be so bittersweet. I'd be happy at the same time. But I would be heartbroken. Yeah, it would be tough. But you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna go ahead and take <laughs> the. Somehow I get through. With my yeah. The NFL. Somehow you're gonna be okay. Um. Well, yeah. what about uh L A? I want to jump on that real quick. You know, speaking speaking of both being in kind of you know Southern California, you think the L A is gonna get a team? Do you think it should be the Raiders? Do you think it should be the Rams? What's what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think uh, I think the Raiders should come back. Actually. Yeah. Me too. Right. I mean, people are okay. Yeah. I get the I get the I part hate of. To say it, but yeah. I, so. Yeah, and Oakland just can't afford a team. We already have a brand here. We have one rings here. And, and the unfortunate thing is kind of a taboo thing to talk about. It's that gray area of people worried about kind of a maybe a gang mentality or kind of, you know, suspicious characters maybe coming around the, or, you know, promoting things like that with the Raiders coming back. I don't believe that's going to be a problem. I think that was, a, you know, a certain time and trend. I think LA is going to be a lot different now. People love football. I mean, the, the popularity of football back from 1988 to now is is exponentially different you, you really can't even compare it with, with the rise of fantasy football and things like that it's football is going to be accepted here and you know you said you went to a Dodger game did it seem safe I mean a lot of things have changed oh, yeah. since you know the, the terrible unfortunate Brian Stowe incident um, a lot of things have changed in sports in general in Los Angeles and I think a lot of stadiums we are trying to make it healthier trying to make it healthier on the field for the players I think when you're going to bring a team you're going to pay billions of dollars to bring them to LA and, and you want to take advantage of that that flow of money from the National Football League I don't think you're going to allow anybody to come ruin games for people what do you think right you just wouldn't allow it yeah I wouldn't I mean there's gangs, there's violence everywhere, so... You know, speaking of the football yeah. thing, we talked about this when we talked before, and I wanted to ask you a question. As a father of boys, especially, with the whole concussion, you know, history and things coming out, um, in Baco, a lot of us played sports, you know, played football, especially as, as, soon, as, as soon as we could, as young as we were. Do you do you have any change? Have you thought about, are you going to let your kids play football? Do they play football now? Does that does that ring in your mind, this whole concussion idea that's coming through? I'm going to let them play any sports that they want to play. Okay. Uh, as far as concussions go, there's dangers in anything. So I really don't think I should restrict them from having fun. Yeah, absolutely. And as in playing football, as long as they tackle correctly and, and play the game fundamentally, they'll be okay. It's when you're reckless and kids want to have those big hits, want to hit hit stick on Madden. They want to do that with their bodies that things... Yeah. 
Yeah, that things really uh, start occurring for the worst. So, okay, you know, father say, I'm going to go ahead and let them play football if they want. My dad was the same way. You know, if I wanted to compete and play in a sport, he would let me. I think one thing I've learned and kind of part of why sports have been such a big part of my life is is what it teaches you, is the kind of character it teaches you. It teaches you to, you know, to rise from occasions to, uh, it's kind of your first job. It was for me. You know, you got to get up early. You got to go to practice. You got to come back and do your homework and then you got to do it all the next day. So I think it's a really good teaching mentality and really good for any boy growing up and really any kid in general. I think it's good that they kind of have that structure and stability. So John Valley on the What the Falk Show, we've talked about sports. We talked about your music, Malicious Intentions. You can find that band. He's the bass player for that. John's been playing music for a long time. You can find his music on iTunes, Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook. All those links will be on this show. John, we haven't talked about movies. And as you know, this is a movie show. So why don't you give me a movie that you've seen recently or that you'd like to watch with the family that maybe some listeners haven't seen or something they need to watch again? I actually hate the Sandlot. Oh, dude. I, uh, Great call. My kids love the Sandlot. That is awesome, dude. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dude, exactly. that's great. That's that's dude. I, I I just that I'm I'm happy about that because all I hear now is this Frozen and all these singing movies that I just don't get why they're so popular. But Sandlot is an all timer. I mean, we were kids when that came out, so that is yeah. awesome that you're passing. That's awesome that you're passing that along. Um, have you seen anything recently? Maybe you and the wife. I mean, we should talk about it. You, uh, John Valley and Sarah Valley, probably the the coolest and most successful couple ever to come from West High School. When we're all going to school together, you guys start dating. Now it's 16 years later. You guys are married, have a family. I see you at the reunion like a month or two ago. Everything's going well. I mean, this is you guys are kind of a testament to to doing it right, if I might say. I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but it's pretty impressive. So I just want to give you some props for that, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, we we try to. <laughs> a good relationship yeah absolutely is there is there a show or something or maybe a movie that you guys like to watch maybe you can't watch with the kids or is there a tv show that you guys are kind of into do you have time oh man we watch uh the walking dead and mm-hmm. hawaii 50 pretty much all the good shows on tv netflix Oh, man. Netflix. Um, (laughs) So with Walking Dead, I got to tell you, I I assume you watched Fear the Walking Dead as well? Definitely. I'm, maybe it's just me, but I I liked Fear the Walking Dead more. I don't know. Uh, I actually like how it's coming out, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe because where it's at in the point of the apocalypse or whatnot, it's it's kind of, it's starting, so you kind of get to see the transition. I think it's kind of more entertaining, you know, sad to say it, to see the chaos of society kind of breaking down. I think you have to actually uh, feel like, try to envision yourself watching The Walking Dead for the first time. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's been, what, six seasons? So yeah. now we're kind of like, okay, these guys are dead and they're trying to survive. Exactly. Well, I mean, with this one, it's all brand new. It is. And one so thing I would say... Feeling us. The one thing I got to say, though, that's kind of annoying when you watch it is, haven't they watched a zombie movie before? You obviously shoot them in the face. <laughs> shoot them in the yeah. brain. Stab them in the brain. Like, you're wasting. You're all getting bitten for no reason. <laughs> Because you haven't seen a zombie movie before. Like, come on. There, Even if they say, okay, zombies don't exist in this world, there has to have been some kind of like the dead rose again, and this is the only way they can take them out, right? Yeah, I don't know why more people don't have blades. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I would, I would think everybody would have a sword, but we got one swordsman on that show. Yeah, so I don't know, just things that we would think that we're ready for the apocalypse. Like, to be honest, if zombies were to come in real life, like, I feel like we're ready because we've seen all these shows. We know what to do. We're not going to be wasting our bullets, hitting them in the chest exactly. or their arms. <laughs> We're going to, you know, I like, I like the scenes where you have, remember when at the prison and basically they would just wait for the zombies to walk up to the, 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 the fence, grab onto it. And they would just stab him in the, in the brain with a little pick. Didn't have to waste any bullets, nothing. It was, it was very efficient and they got rid of all the, the threats. So I think that's something that, you know, people will be ready to do when, uh, if that ever occurs, knock on wood, let's hope it doesn't. Um, have you seen Mr. Robot on USA? Bro, it's a show that's out there, but it's probably one of the best new shows I've seen. I gotta recommend that while I have Yawn. Um, I'm sure you've heard about Game of Thrones. If you have time, I would check about I would check that out eventually. Another great one that I always try to get people into, I think you might enjoy, is Banshee. 
on Cinemax. Have you heard anything about this? No, I haven't heard about it. Basically, just let me give you a little synopsis. A guy's in prison, a thief for like 12 years for something he didn't do. He gets out trying to find a girl that he loves. He gets in a bar fight when he's in this little small Pennsylvania town. Gets in a bar fight. This guy dies. Turns out the guy who dies is the sheriff who's going to start the next day in this new town. No one's met him. No one knows what he looks like. He just got hired on. He's a new sheriff. So you have this guy who's an ex-criminal or whatnot, kind of a gritty guy who had to survive in prison. He takes over as sheriff of this town, the small town in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, let's, let's uh, also add that it has the Amish community there. There's an Indian reservation that's very close to this place that has something to do with the whole uh, the whole outlook of this town. So you kind of have this, I don't want to say criminal mentality, but this outlaw mentality taking over as a sheriff. So as you can imagine, being from Baco, think about how cool it would be to see when the bad guys do something bad, they get what's coming to them. They get their comeuppance in this show, you know, because this outlaw guy is not going to mess around. So I'm just saying, if you haven't seen it, Cinemax, Banshee, it's something you should definitely check out, dude. I think you might enjoy it. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I've worked on a lot of shows. I've watched like every show and um, good or bad. I I know a lot about TV, which, you know, I should know more about the stock market or like how taxes work or uh, or the environment and things like that. But I just don't. So, you know, it's a lot about sports. It's about music. It's about movies. It's about television. That's what you and I have talked about today. John Valley. Musician, father, husband, sports fan, movie fan, overall a good guy. I've known you over 16 years now, man. God, this has been awesome. I appreciate you. Ha- I appreciate you being on the show. How was this your first podcast guest experience? Uh, yeah, actually, it is. Did, uh, did you we have a good- had, uh, some stuff lined up, but never went through. Yeah, well, did you have a good time? Definitely. Would you say this is your favorite podcast? Yes, I will. The What the Falk Show podcast is your favorite podcast? Yes. John Valley said it on the air, so now we have that. And John, I got I got to say it out there. To be honest, you've been really supportive of me with this show as I've started. You've been, uh, you know, just overall just nice guy, supportive. Like, hey, I've been listening. I like it. If you have any notes or anything? You've been giving me that. I've really appreciated it. So uh, I thought, why not have a good musician on the show? Why not have a bud on the show? And I think you deserve it, man. So I just want to say thanks, man. So thanks for having. On, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for being such a good guy, being so supportive. Everyone can check out your music, Melissa's Intentions online. As I said, Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes. John, anything you want to say before we let you go? Uh, that's it, man, and uh, let's go, let's go Dodgers. Yeah. Go, Blue. go Doyers. Go Doyers. Okay, thanks, John. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, man, you too. That was John Valley. Thanks for coming on the show, John. He's a musician. He's a father. He's a husband. He's a sports fan. You can find his music on iTunes, SoundCloud. It's Malicious Intentions, the name of the band. If you like rock, hard metal, I think you're going to like John's music. This has been the What the Falk Show with me, Connor Falk, at my WTF show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, fantasy football advice, movies, sports. Basically, I work in the business. I played fantasy for 14 years. I love... I love all this stuff. I like to talk about it on a podcast. So maybe if you're bored at work, maybe you're in your car right now, it's a bad LA traffic or traffic anywhere else, and you want to hear some informational, some witty, some Connor Falk banter, some fucking good banner, that's what the show's for.